Well, hello and welcome to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here in Brisbane for the very last day of my Australia trip. I'm about to jump on a plane and head back home very shortly. But today, uh, I've got a coffee here. And if you're watching on YouTube, you might be like, wow, that's a bit of a weird angle to start with. And yes, it is a weird angle, but I've got this coffee here that I want to try. Uh, and it's going to require some preparation. So I thought I'd start with this and then we can talk about our scriptures and all of that. We'll do a, a, a quick cut and it'll look good. But I am hunched over this cup, which is why maybe I sound maybe I sound fantastic. And that's because I'm a seasoned veteran. I'm a professional, consummate professional. Is that what you say? I don't know. Anyway, I've got this coffee. Now, I got given this. This is a compostable drip bag coffee now I've never seen anything like this before and I'm really excited to give this a try apparently all I have to do is tear along the top of the, this bag chuck it in the cup and then it's gonna be sorted so it'll work fantastically for the cut because then I can reset get the devotional ready um, and uh, while this is brewing so let's give this a try I'm gonna pull my head out so you can see what's going on and uh, so I'll tear across the top here like this oh where's the tear Okay, I'll tear across the top. Yep. Wait, where's the tear? Oh, you like that. Okay, it's not a great tear. <laughs> if you're watching this, you've just, I've exposed myself as not a good tearer. Okay, this is what it looks like. Okay, nice. Okay, so let's rip this across. Like this. Great. Okay, and now what we're going to do is we're going to, I think we're going to pull this little lever out here like this, and we're just going to, hover it over the cup like that that feels very yeah see it feels very um not sturdy oh there you go that's better that's locked in okay let's let's so then we just pour the water in here i think and it sort of makes it water goes in okay wowzers i don't know if you can see in that but that's really interesting let me see if you can see in that you can't see in it but the, the water sort of like drips, it drips down and out of the bag. Wow, okay, this is interesting. Well, while this brews, you just, you do nothing. And I'll see you in a couple of minutes and we'll start, start the devotional. That's now the steam's in my ear. I've got coffee steam in my ear. Is that bad for my hearing? I don't know, see you in a second. And just like that, boom, the power of editing. We are ready. The last of the brew is just uh, coming out of the little bag there. Um, so while that does the last of its thing, let's talk scriptures for today. Uh, what we're going to be reading there in the description on every platform. Psalm chapter 78 verse 17 to 31. Acts chapter 17 verse 22 to chapter 18 verse 8. And 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 16 to chapter 19 verse 21. I just had a moment before as we as we went in between. And I was like a little bit of a pinch myself moment. Like I'm in Brisbane, Australia. I'm making myself a thingy coffee, and it's unbelievably exciting. And we're here, parachute coffee. This is the bag. I ripped it open as you saw before. And uh, today we're going to give this a try. Now I have, I have no details about this coffee. As I remove it from the bag, as I remove it from the bag, I just put the bag in the bin. Nice. I've got no details. I've got no idea. What's going on? I've got no idea who made this. I think it says it's the shoot blend. I, look, I've got no idea. It's crazy. It's wild. But we're here and we're having it today. This 
is our coffee for today. Let's give it a try, and I'm gonna show you. Not sponsored by Makona, but could be. Let's give it a try. Okay. This is actually quite nice. It's not got like a, a, a punch you in the face sort of flavor. It's quite, in terms of like its flavor profile, it's quite, quite bland. But it's hot and it's a coffee. It's got the slightest fruity feeling to it, but it's not, it's not, yeah, it's nothing, it's nothing blow your brains. What I like about this coffee is that you could take a whole packet of these and you could have this every day if you're traveling, if you're on the road, even at your desk, um, at the office, you could have this there. So I like the idea, but I think maybe the coffee flavor is just missing. It does just taste a bit like hot water and I've brewed this for the recommended time. So there you go. Uh, look, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a 6.5 simply for the ingenuity and the coffee feeling. And, uh, and I like it, it's not bad. Um, so you, you, if you see these, give it a try. It's honestly, it's worth it. It's worth giving it a try. It's funny, it's fun. And look, it's good coffee. Uh, so give that a try. Um, we're gonna do one more qu fast, quick edit. I'm gonna clean up this mess and then we're gonna get into the Bible. Again, it's like, you, you're not even gonna know what hit yet. Ready, here it comes. And just like that, we're back and it's like we never left. Let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here for today. We start reading today about the journey that God's people take to the promised land. God provides for them time and time again. And the people don't stop and thank him, but they actually turn to sin even more. They rebelled, they sinned, and they whined. Incredibly, though, God helped them anyway. He provided food to eat and made sure they kept on moving forward. He even brought water from a rock. Miracles, signs, and wonders followed the people everywhere they went, but the people doubted God even more. Despite the fact that God was doing all of this amazing stuff, the people still doubted. Jesus says later on in the Gospels from the Psalm, he says, blessed are those who believe and have not yet seen. This is what Jesus tells us in scripture. This is his, uh, this is his statement that we're blessed if we believe and we haven't seen. The truth is, is that we can see all the miracles that we, we could fill our eyeballs with and still not believe. Why? Because seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing, especially when it comes to faith. We need to be people who decide in our hearts that we don't need to see first to believe, that we don't need to even fully understand to believe. Instead, we need to have faith. God has been good. God is good, and I will continue to build my life on Him. Regardless of what I can see in the natural, I choose to live by faith. Yesterday, we saw that Athens was full of idols. Paul, he, he, he saw them when he was waiting, he saw them. And instead of getting aggressive with the people and clapping them back or condemning them, he actually preaches a positive message of hope. He tells the people three things about God. He says that he is our creator, that he is self-sufficient, and that we all need him. Did you notice too that he quotes one of their poets in the scripture? If you haven't read it yet, look at how he quotes one of their poets. Paul is using their world, the things that they do know, to help land the message of what they don't understand yet. This is an example of brilliant preaching. His message comes to a climax with the greatest truth of all, the revelation that Jesus died and rose from the dead. Paul has met with uh, Jesus on the road to Damascus. And it's this conversion story, his testimony, that he uses as evidence to say, listen, Jesus is alive. I met him on the road. 
to Damascus. He, he talks about how death was not the end for Jesus. And the encouragement for you and for me is that death is not the end for you and for me either. Paul says that the resurrection is evidence that God has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has anointed. And that is Jesus. Paul finishes with giving people an opportunity to respond. And you might think, man, geez, everybody who, who heard the Apostle Paul preach the gospel, surely they would have responded with a positive attitude. Well, actually, two-thirds of the groups did, but the first group, they sneered, they joked, and they mocked Paul. Then some said, well, I kind of want to hear more about this. And the third group, they believed. You won't always get 100% of the people uh, being positive about the message that you bring, and that's okay. Go again. Paul went to Corinth, and no doubt he preached the same message in Corinth again and again and again in every town that he went to. Um, no doubt every conversation that he had was this gospel message of hope. You never know the message that you bring through your conversations. I'm not saying you have to preach on the street corner and tell people about the gospel message. I'm just saying in your daily conversations, in the inclination of your heart towards the conversations that we have, those that, that, that message of hope, the gospel message, the good news through your interactions might be exactly what people need. So I want to encourage you, go again, my friend. Go again, go again, go again. Finally, today we see one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament. And to be honest, in this passage of Scripture in Kings, there's so much I want to talk about. But for the sake of time today, I want to focus on Elijah's encounter with God. Elijah was in fresh need of a word for himself. He was tired. He was dejected and he was feeling empty. And so God tells him to stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord because the Lord was about to pass by. Now, in the ancient Near East, you need to understand the context of why going up a mountain is important. We see it all through the Old Testament that heading up a mountain, it was symbolic of getting closer to heaven by ascending into God's presence. It was a symbolic act of removing yourself from the world and being closer to God. As he was up there, three things happened. The Bible says that there was a massive wind, an earthquake, and fire from heaven. Now remember that God just moved a few verses earlier with fire on Mount Carmel. So it would have been easy to think that God was in that fire if he was in that fire. But God, in these big demonstrations, he wasn't in there. He wasn't in the big demonstrations. Instead, Elijah came in contact with the Lord through the still small voice. Listen, God doesn't need big, mighty, and powerful He's content with conversation. So we need to be sensitive and positioned for a still small voice. I'm not saying God doesn't use those big things, those big moments, church services, large auditoriums of five, 10,000 people. Of course God does. Of course, of course, of course. But that's not just what he does. He doesn't just do the big and the marvelous and the miraculous. He does the up close and personal conversation. So you and I need to practice being sensitive and position ourselves for a still small voice. Listen, life is busy. It's loud. And if you're moving fast, you could miss what God is saying. So getting into the habit of practicing silent sitting sounds absolutely riveting, but it's something that really has changed my devotional life. It's super hard to do, but it's really rewarding. Sometimes I just sit. No worship music. No Bible. I just sit. And I listen for the voice of the Lord. Elijah, he hears this voice and he gets his next mission. He gets his next movement. God speaks so that we move. He doesn't just speak to make us feel good about ourselves or give us tingles. He speaks to give us a move. So what move are you needing to make right now? What is it that God is saying to you? 
even if it's just a movement of attitude, a movement from uh, negativity to positivity, from sorrow to praise, maybe it's a movement, a significant movement, maybe you need to actually physically move yourself from where you are to a new space, maybe it's a new job, maybe it's a new home, maybe God's telling you to take a step of faith and give for the first time or be generous for the first time. I don't know what it is that God is saying to you, but whatever he's saying to you, get ready, prepare yourself for the still small voice and for a big fat Three, two, <laughs> verse of the day. Verse of the day today, 1 Kings 19.5. It says, Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once, an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. Listen, we're all humans. Elijah was a human. And sometimes the greatest miracle that we could partake in is just to lie down, sleep, get up and eat. Listen, here's the thing. It doesn't sound very spiritual. It's actually just a practicality. Elijah had been going so hard for so long that he actually just needed to take a moment. And the Lord knew he just needed to take a moment and he needed to do four things. And I'm going to ask you these four things in the form of questions. And as I ask you these four things, just evaluate yourself. No judgment here. What time are you getting to bed? Right? He said, so he lay down and he fell asleep. He lay down. What time are you lying down? What time are you going to bed? How much sleep are you getting? That's the second question. Number three, what time do you get up in the morning? And number four, what food are you eating? You know, I think these four questions, if applied with wisdom, would solve a lot of problems for our lives as people. I'm not saying it's all the fix, but I'm saying when we look after ourselves and we do the basics well, we get to bed on time. We sleep for a good six to eight hours every night. We eat positive we eat good food but we also get up at a regular time discipline ourselves our lives through discipline become better trust me i've been practicing i'm not the best i've been practicing and it's so much better when i'm living out these four disciplines so give it a try that is it for the daily brew today what a roller coaster of a day day 178 of 365 thank you so much for joining me no matter where you are in the world I've been here in Brisbane, but I'm excited tomorrow. I'm back in New Zealand. I cannot wait to see my family. Oh, it's going to be so good. Hey, as I paused and reflected over the last few days, getting ready to go back home, at this last month, we've been in Singapore, been in Malaysia, we've been in Brisbane. It's been absolutely incredible to see what God is doing in the church across the world. But the reality is this, is that the thing that sets us apart as Christians is the ability to connect with our God. It's a relationship with him. And reading the Bible, that's not a relationship with God. Just like prayer is not relationship with God. I tell you what else isn't relationship with God. Going to church, that's not relationship with God. Relationship with God is a, a heart-to-heart connection. Those things that I just listed, they help build our relationship with God. But I want to encourage you. The thing is, is that as we read the word of God, we're building that relationship with Him. We're hearing His voice. We're allowing Him to speak and wash us clean the power of his blood. So I've been encouraged as I've traveled in different places at how God's word, even in different cultures, stays the same through the ages and how there's so much that we can glean from scripture. So I'm saying all of this, I guess, to say this. Maybe it's a bit of a philosophical rant at the end of this trip. I'm tired. I've preached so many times. But I just want to encourage you, friend, don't give up on reading the word of God. Even if it's just one or two verses a day, that's all you can fit in. Keep going, keep focused on the Word of God, keep digging into the Scripture, study it, study it, get it into your heart, get it into your life, and watch as it changes everything about 
your life. God's word is powerful and all he needs is one word, one word and everything changes. Listen, I'm praying for you as you read the scriptures today. God would speak and reveal to you what he is saying. A massive thank you to everybody on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and YouTube for subscribing on the YouTube channel, clicking the bell, liking this uh, devotional video. For those of you who are on an audio-based platform, thanks for following along, clicking that follow or subscribe and rating the podcast. Massive thank you so much. You will see me back here tomorrow in New Zealand for another day of the Daily Brew. Thank you so much for joining me over the last few days while we've been in Brisbane for the last time. G'day, see you later. And we'll see you tomorrow for another day of the Daily Brew. Throw a shrimp on the barbie. Shrimp? Throw a shrimp on the barbie. (laughs) See you soon.